Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. on 101 ESPN. We're live from the Missouri Athletic Club for the College Basketball Writers Association Awards. Uh, so far, our, our thanks to everybody that stopped by, Coach Mike Gray, Coach Shaka Smart. We just got a chance to talk to Tanai Latson, who won the Women's uh, Freshman of the Year Award at Florida State. So uh, we might get a chance to talk to Bill Walton at some point. Uh, but just a, a quick update. The Cardinals did win today 7-4 to against the Rockies. We'll, of course, have a lot more breakdown uh, on the Cardinals game tomorrow. Uh, but we are live at the, the uh, Writers Association Award for the College Basketball Award, so we uh, will continue to do some interviews. But just a, a kind of a quick recap, just sitting the highlights. We'll start off with actually the pitching aspect because Jack Flaherty went five and a third, five hits allowed, a run, one run allowed, six Ks. Marsh, key point, he only walked one. Yeah, 80, 85 pitches. That was the, uh, the main question that we had before. The game started was the over-under on how many walks he would have. I think you set it at five and a half. What did he had? He had one. That he was it. One. So yeah. And I um, actually said a four and a half. You guys both jumped on the the over. I said we this did, is gonna yeah. be his best start. It actually flipped. So you know he ended up having more than five and a half strikeouts, and uh, of course only one walk, which is huge. And of course he had that first first pitch home run, jerks and Profar takes him deep. But we kind of had a conversation in between the break he's trying to find that command of his fastball if you're a hitter for Colorado you're immediately jumping on a first pitch fastball because he wants to establish the fastball early so I mean you know what are you going to do there uh it was a good pitch Marsh I thought that was an excellent point it really was you're right somebody is struggling to find his command you know he's going to be around the strike zone if you're Jerickson Profar if you're a professional hitter and Profar has been around a while Mm -hmm. and you're right he was through a first pitch fastball and he wound up taking him taking him deep yeah but he settled Flaherty settled in from there this was this was his best start it really wasn't close Mm -hmm. I realized he only he you know he didn't have didn't give up a hit or a run in his first start but when you're walking a career high seven guys it's it's a mixed bag to say the least so for Flaherty to come in uh today and red, you know, notch the six Ks and only walk a run, walk one batter over five and a third. You want to see him pitch deeper in the games now, but I think that efficiency will come. This is Coors Field, same Coors Field that ate up, you know, the Miles Michaelis last night and Stephen Matz the night before. So, really good start for Jack Flaherty. A couple of highlights here when it comes to the offense. Paul Goldschmidt, two for four on the day. He doubled the center in the first inning. He also walked. He's seen the ball incredibly well. Doubles to left in the ninth as the Cardinals were looking to tack on more runs, which was key. Nolan Gorman had one hit, but it wound up being the difference maker as he homered to left to score himself, obviously, in Contreras in the eighth. And that was to break a 4-4 tie. So that one was absolutely pivotal. And Jordan Walker. One for four, but he he carries over his his uh, hit his hit streak now. So congratulations to Jordan Walker. Unfortunately, he had a, an error at one point during the game that led to a run. So not great there. But Cardinals do win seven to four. So big big stuff there. And uh, I think we're going to have an opportunity here to talk to Bill Walton. So Bill Walton's going to join us, and uh, he's getting settled in right now. But uh, 
Yeah. Oh, he just. <laughs> Joey, Joey had to adjust, adjust his microphone there. How you doing, Bill? That's right. You're in St. Louis. You're. Place, what a time, what an event. Got in late last night, it was beautiful. Long plane ride from California through Denver, but everything was magnificent. And I got off the airplane at the St. Louis airport, and there they were, members of the Missouri Athletic Club, ready to pick me up. Well, there and, you and go. They brought me down here, and we're in the gym right now. And it, I was just thinking this whole 24 hours that I've been here, is a, the whole trip is 48 hours. I, I left at noon yesterday, I'll get home at noon tomorrow. but. This first 24 hours, uh, pretty darn special. And, and I've realized, realized that if I had had something like this in my life, oh my gosh, maybe I could have done something. <laughs> but I, I grew up playing outside. Yeah. You know, I'm from San Diego, still live there to this very day. Sure. And so, it, you know, we, we did have some gyms, but most of the playing was outside. And, and to see the facilities here, we didn't have a swimming pool, but we did have the Pacific Ocean. And... The, the training facilities, I was in the pool here this morning, and the spa, and the showers, and this is just absolutely fantastic, and the history going around, and so much of my life has roots right here in St. Louis. And we go back, first of all, to Lewis and Clark when they came through here and what they did. And now the big arch and the gateway and everything. And on the broadcasting side, you got guys like Bob Costas and Joel Myers and Jack Buck, all great friends of mine. KMOX, which is influential in every aspect of my life. And then on the basketball side, Red Auerbach, who used to coach the Tri-City Hawks just up the river there. And then... Bob Pettit is an absolute legend in uh, what he's meant to me in my own personal life as a great friend, mentor, and role model. Lenny Wilkins, who was a huge star here, played eight years for the Hawks. And then the more current guys with, uh, in my life, uh, the Maurice Lucases and uh, Marvin Barnes and uh, Moses Malone's and the Snapper Jones and, and right here for the, for the spirit of St. Louis and, and what a time that was. And then we had a Final Four here, a championship Final Four in college basketball. And I've been here a number of times, and, and Bob Costas keeps me totally tuned in here, and it's, it's just been fantastic. I just did a lot of work with Bob, and it, it, what an incredible talent. And uh, I, I was a gigantic anchor to his career, but uh, <laughs> he, he, he was quickly able to cut the line and, 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 and move away and, and, and get to the top of the mountain. I, I think you guys both did, both did just fine for yourself. What's so. your names, guys? An uh, Anthony Stalter, Andrew Marsh, and this is... Uh, Anthony and... And Andrew. Yep. Anthony yeah. and Andrew. A couple of A's. Okay, yeah, so. I'm Bill with two L's. The second one is silent. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Bill. What a great event this is. Are this we on is. live ESPN radio here yep. in St. Louis? Yes, sir. That's right. We're live right now. So are all the people on who are listening out there in ESPN land, are they coming here to this event tonight? Well, mean, a lot of people will be here, certainly. Yeah, you're, 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 you're seeing a lot of the media members certainly here in St. Louis. I'm sure you ch chatted with a few. But Bill, well, I got to see a lot of guys here, and I just came from uh, Tanaya, the freshman of the year, and her coach, Brooke. And so it was uh, fabulous because Tanaya is, you know, she's got the future on her shoulders. Yes, and, freshman of the year. And, and, and to see, and I, I was explaining to her that, uh, you know, Yosemite National Park, there's Tanaya Lake. And that she's so good, they've already named a lake in Yosemite <laughs> after her. But it's just like her, you know, glistening, shimmering in the light of day, the golden 
hues and everything and just absolutely spectacular surrounded by the mountainous peaks of of uh, Zach Edie down there yes. and uh, Mike Bray is here uh, Matt Painter is here and it's just a, a wonderful Coach smart uh, yeah Shaka Shaka smart yeah I remember that was one of the last times I took my shirt off in public not the last time but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, calling one of his games when he was coaching Texas and uh, Kansas came in to play Texas in Austin and uh and they, they had me go down there. I didn't know if I needed a passport to go to Texas or not, but I did. I made it to Texas, and then <laughs> I called the game. And it, during the game, during one of the uh, timeout and commercials, uh, the football coach came over, and he, and they, and he gave me a, a, a tie-dye T-shirt. And so right, just right during the broadcast, I just took my shirt off and then put on the new tie-dye T-shirt. That seems logical. I mean, right. if you it, wanted, was, it was a gift. So. Right. It was – I was – being very nice to the football yeah. coach there, and, uh, yeah, and and then later on they had the clip on Sports Center, and I realized that it's about time I, <laughs> I stopped taking my shirt off. Fair in enough, yeah. So what now I have a firm rule. I, I I've broken it a couple times. One time I was doing a conference of champions games up in Boulder, the launching pad to the universe, and <laughs> and before the game we were playing ping pong with the coaching staff for the for the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah, where the Buffalo roam, right? Bill Murray and all that. And so here it was that I, we were playing this ping pong game, and I won. And I was so ecstatic. I hit a forehand smash, you know, that just nicked the far corner to, for the game winner, right? And I was just ecstatic. And so I ripped my shirt off. And then they showed that on television that night, and that was the absolute last straw. And I stopped doing just that. Just stop doing it in front of the TV cameras, Bill. Right, well, right. You know? The TV cameras. Sometimes the light's all shining on That's me. And it'll be shining again this this summer. But this event tonight is very special. Bill, what did you think of the NCAA tournament? The, Fabulous. The I just, I love this year's tournament. I love it every year. And we have so many ties. You know, we have six children and 14 grandchildren. And so we have personal ties to schools like Harvard and LSU. Neither one of those made the tournament this year, but we still root for them. And then uh, UCLA did well. And Arizona, they had a tough go. Uh, but also Princeton and San Diego State. And so Princeton, I love Princeton basketball. And, uh, and the current coach is a, is a t- was on the team when our son Nate played there, and and they're all very very close. You know, when you're on a special team, that's one of the things that the young people don't realize, is just how special and how fun this all is. Absolutely. And you know, you're you're always thinking, you know, what, what's this all about? Who are these people? And what are we doing here? And but this is what you live for. The dream, you know, the the best of the best coming here tonight, and 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 to be with these coaches, these people who I've known for so long, Matt Painter, Mike Bray. And uh, just getting to know Tanaya and Brooke, and and then Zach, who I was with last weekend in Houston at the Final Four, he won the award down there for Player of the Year, and so it was a very nice ceremony. But when you think of what Princeton did to Arizona, now the trash talking going on between Luke Walton and Nate Walton in that game, that <laughs> matchup, and then to have Arizona win, and then Arizona, and then. Princeton going on and just taking down Creighton, uh, not not Creighton, no, they Mizzou, took down Missouri. Unfortunately, yeah, Missouri you're, played, you're, if you're they, talking to some Mizzou fans. Right, too. so if Princeton had played as well against Creighton as they played against Missouri, they would have won that game too. Yep. But Creighton is an excellent team, and uh, Princeton just did not have it. It's one of the biggest challenges for young players is to play great day after day after day. And, you know, th- because when you're young you, and you do play great, you just think, okay, that's just the way it's going to be always. Sure. And it's never that no, way. No, it's you know, not. You've got to find that edge. You've got to bring it. And, and so uh, 
then so so Princeton goes down to Creighton, but then San Diego State they beat Alabama, and then they beat Creighton, mm -hmm. and oh my gosh, and we're like my mom went to San Diego State, our family home growing up as a child that was for 69 years that our family had that home, just recently sold it because my mom passed away 23 days shy of 95, oh, wow. and so but you could see the college from across the valley from where our house was on the hill That's great. Uh, in San Diego suburban San Diego. And uh, so we grew up there, and that was all our lives. And then our, uh, our son, Chris, he went there. And so when San Diego State starts winning, we're like going crazy <laughs> and just having such fun and yelling and screaming. And then Lori, my wife, uh, just the greatest everything ever and the most beautiful girl in the world. We go every year to the Final Four. You know, it's part of my business and job and all the different stuff I do in my life. And, but then this year, uh, Chris went with us, and his wife, Gina, because they, they met in college, and he was the captain of Steve Fisher's first team at San Diego State, and, and uh, she was the captain of the women's soccer team, and so it was fantastic. And we just had so much fun. And one of the things that we did when we were there at the Final Four was we, had, we got to participate in the March Madness Music Festival. Okay. And while we were working like crazy all the time and doing all the business stuff that we do, which is my life, uh, there was one night we got to go to the music festival, and that night it was Keith Urban and Tim McGraw. And oh Perfect. my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it was incredible. And I, I can't think of anyone who I've ever seen in my life who is more fit and more on top of his health than Tim McGraw. Really? And it was staggering. For someone like me who's old and in the way and can't move and can't do anything and is just in, in, currently in the shape of a pear, and here's this guy, Tim McGraw, just, oh, my, I mean, just doing things on the stage. I mean. It's impressive. Mick Jagger would have looked at him and said, Oh my gosh! Yeah, Mick, Mick's been uh, yeah. Mick's been doing it for a while. Bill, I know that you you've got to bounce around, uh, but we can't thank you enough for stopping by and. I want to thank you city. guys for bringing the dream to the world and the important role that ESPN does and has in this world in terms of showing us the direction to find the bright side of the road to show us what love can do, and so as we build for a better tomorrow, as we create as we dream and visualize and as we hope that everything is going to continue to improve and get better, that we can use an event like tonight to raise the consciousness and the awareness. But without you guys at ESPN delivering the message, who would ever know about it? So thanks for our lives, guys. <laughs> Bill with two L's. The second one second is, one is second silent. One is exactly. Silent. Bill yes. Walden. Bill, thank you so much. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Here we go. We're going <laughs> to celebrate tonight the player of the year, the freshman of the year, the That's coach right. of the year, the all-time guy in Mike Bray. And then in this gym, this gym that Bill Bradley played in. Now, you guys are not old enough to know who Bill Bradley is, but Bill Bradley, one of the great players in basketball history, more importantly, one of the great human beings. So when I joined the NBA... He grew up in St. Louis, he took his team Princeton to the Final Four, was instrumental in our son going to Princeton. And so, and Bill Bradley's just instrumental in everything. And so I joined the NBA in 1974, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to play in the game of life. Uh, my feet are always broken, and nobody can figure out why or how. And I can't talk, and I can't explain myself. I'm a lifelong stutterer. So I get to Madison Square Garden for the very first time, and I'm a rookie. 
and I'm warming up on the court before the game. And Bill Bradley and Phil Jackson, teammates on this great Nick team, they come over to me. They, they walk up unannounced. They walk right up to me and say, Bill, I'm Bill, and this is Phil, and we're here for you. Whatever you need the rest of your life, we're with you, Bill. Wow. And it was just absolutely incredible and fantastic. And, and I had read the book about Bill Bradley, A Sense of Where You Are by John McPhee growing up. And I campaigned for Bill Bradley for president in 2000. And just he's just an incredible guy. We still cl- stay in close touch. And he's incredibly active in so many great causes and adventures and uh, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And now I'm here in this gym, the Missouri Athletic Club. Yeah, where dreams become reality, where we come to grow and where the deal goes down only on on ESPN. Uh, There you go. Fantastic. Bill Walden, everybody. Thank you so much. Ah, Here we go. I found a new launching pad to the universe. There you go. go. All right, Bill, have a good rest of your evening. We thank you so much. Uh, It's the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. And, uh, you know, the, the, the positivity, Marsh, it's, uh, it hits you right in the face. Well, we love coming down here to the MAC. Absolutely. It's always a treat every, yes. every single year. And uh, we get to not only talk to some, some great people like Bill himself, but uh, we get to have some fun right here on this basketball yeah, court, Bill too. Walton. Uh, if you're wondering who that, uh, that was, uh, you know, I don't know what happened, Marsh, but um, I'm happy <laughs> I feel for like it. I had like an out-of-body yeah, experience Yeah, I, th- right I there. think you just kind of leave your body <laughs> when you're talking to Bill Walton. I'm not even sure if you asked a single question. I didn't. Oh, no, you did. You I did. Maybe one. I asked him about the NCAA that's tournament, right, that's and, right. uh, and he ran with it. That so, was great. You know, he was, uh, he was fantastic. So uh, that... Um, That'll almost do it here for us at the Missouri Athletic Club because we, at 5.30, are going to sign off for some Blues hockey.